Stakes is high. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, look. We back up in the building now. Hey, yo, we about to tear the building down like a 757 on 9-11. Street smart niggas with the wisdom of a reverend. All the eyes stacked against us. We still the ones you should bet with. Shark confess the waters. Interact your own discretion. Swimming with piranhas. Trying not to get your flesh beat. Yeah, real podcast for people that's really real. CC and Jones tell you how they feel. Every Wednesday when you hit play, you gon' laugh and learn something from this discussion. We going up. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast, a real podcast having real conversation with real people. And I am Jones. TC's not here today. Actually, my brother won't be here for the rest of the month, man. He is celebrating and preparing for uh, a great journey of life. And uh, man, he just decided, like, you know, he had a lot going on. And respectfully, we're giving him a break, man. Uh, he'll be back next month. Uh, until then, we are going to be having uh, family from shows, from podcasts that's, uh, you know, been that's been on regular shows and we're going to keep on moving. You know what I'm saying? So I couldn't say what up, TC, but I'm saying what up, TC. Shout out to my brother, man. His wedding is on the 15th of this month. And he's like he said, man, due to the pandemic, there's a lot of things that he had to do. So shout out to him and Courtney. They had to do a lot of, um, you know, extra stuff because the pandemic was, uh, man, it was a task for everybody, man. So anyone who was getting married around this time, man, it was just a change of numbers. Uh, they had a lower number and it just recently got increased. So they had to increase the um, the guest list and all that stuff, man. So he had a lot of work to do, man, and he just had a lot on his plate. So when my brother is... Uh, in need of a break you know we definitely have to do that so but he gave me the blessings to keep the show moving you know what i mean continue to get his content but today we got my brother king k in the house what up brother what's happening what's the deal bro shit man we just recorded yesterday so recording today <laughs> yeah yeah man. i'm ready though i yeah, gotta, gotta yeah, come yeah. through for bro yeah man i, I told him uh, you know i told him that uh the knights is gonna be here shout out to king or uh, shout out to brother to the night and uh swoop swoop man what up man he didn't even respond to the group me where he at working like you yeah that's what i figured <laughs> when he didn't respond yeah. working like you <laughs> yeah yeah man but um yeah so shout out to tc man y'all hey pray for my brother man and then and we mean good prayers you know you can't ask everybody to pray for pray for you because <laughs> they send you some bullshit up to the lord <laughs> or to the devil who somebody I hope that shit <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly man so um we want to give a shout out to our last guest man we had uh we had a good show with damon and brandon man we these dudes uh, gave their testimony about their walk of life and everything they had going on. So shout out to them. And if you want to listen to that episode, you can find us at the Stakes is High Pod on all social media platforms. That's Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. And if you want to find us on uh, we got our we on most of the platforms. We are on iHeartRadio. We are on Spotify. We are on Stitcher. We are on Google Play and um, Apple Podcasts. Find mm-hmm. us there at the Stakes Aside Pod. 
uh, Stakes Tie Podcast. My bad. This is TC's job, but you know, I'm going through it. I'm getting through it. Um, and if you want to have any questions, concerns, or interested in being a guest and or want to hit some sponsorship, hit us up at StakesIsHighPod at gmail.com. Chill. Yeah, man. So, hey, hit us up. You know, we got some good, um, uh, good prices for you on sponsorship, man. Uh, we'll we'll make sure uh, we'll we'll get you guys taken care of. Uh, shout out to um, you know Sean last month who who came through and gave us some uh, you know sponsorship. Hopefully, he got a couple listens, three, four, five, six, how many ever, man. But that price was. We'll make sure that price is well enough. Put money back into your business. Put money back into your business. So, yeah, man, hit us up if you're interested. King K, what up, brother? What's happening, man? Chilling, brother. Chilling, man. man. Chilling, chilling. Man, you have fun over the weekend. That yeah. shit was dope, man. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Dowdy and B. Michelle, her perspective podcast, man. We went to their one year anniversary. And, man, it was good to see. Um,. See, you know, someone in the city shining, bro. And it was mm-hmm. other people there shining. You know, shout out to uh, we had some pregame, uh, pregame in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stakes is high was in the house. Drunken Nice is in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Widow was in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 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 Lex. Lex Free Space. Free Space. Podcast. Yeah, I'm tripping. Yeah, Free Space. Shout out Lex. What up, Lex? Uh, and V. She got her. Uh, she got her podcast. Uh, Drinks with V. I think. Yeah. Yeah, man. So. Yeah, man, it was it was good. It was a good time, man. Man, good time. it was something that I noticed, which I've already noticed, but just looking at everything playing out, man, it's just like, man, it's so many women that are, especially like our black women that are like entrepreneurs that have yeah. a vision and you see them bringing it to mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That shit is dope to see, man. Yeah, yeah, it is, man. Um, I think women, man, they get focused on what they want, man. It's, I think in, in history, man, women be like... Mm-hmm. They get focused, bro, and it's they they gon' they gon' they gon' they gonna do it, man. So yeah, shout out to them, man. Uh man, I remember Dowdy starting it, man, and hitting me mm-hmm. FaceTime me, Jones, I need I'm like, all right, I got you. So man, shout out to them and uh continue working and continue with um, you know, shining, man. Hopefully we see y'all next year doing a dip, doing it bigger and better. You know what I mean? So um man, what's going on? How's life, brother? It's been cool, man. Just yeah, staying man. busy. I've been moving a lot and shit. Like I just got back from Puerto Rico this well not this month, but last month. Mm-hmm. Great to hit Vegas this weekend. Yeah, yeah. And then got Houston next month. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to that Houston. That's that's my goal to be there. I ain't never been to Houston, so Houston's Houston's good. <laughs> <laughs> Houston's good. <laughs> so life been cool, man. <clears throat> good, man. How's the kids, bro? They cool, man. I Ball got State, my... chirp, chirp. What up? What up to the little, little mama at Ball State, man? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. She about to great come to the crib. She came home uh, this weekend, brought uh, some of her stuff home, and then my middle one finna go to Ooey Pooey. Okay. So I U P U I for yeah, those yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> she about to go to yeah. I U P U I. So I'm about to have two kids in, in college. That shit puts man, puts things to perspective. <clears throat> man, that's that's a. Uh... You know what's interesting, man? I was having a conversation with someone, man. I always start, I always stop, <clears throat> I always start my topics with that. But I do a lot of topics I bring mm-hmm. is through conversation that I'm having with people. Mm-hmm. So when I'm having conversations with someone, I'm like, ah, I'm taking that to the show. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <clears throat> I, sometimes I let them know, sometimes I don't. But anyway, um, I was having a conversation with someone, and growing up, um, and I was like, 
I thought everyone pretty much in the black community was uh, was raised the same. Not saying that everyone had the similar household, but we were all raised the same, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, when you know the, the common com- conversations when uh, black people, when you walk in, like when you was a kid and you walked in a room full of adults and you don't speak, mm-hmm. somebody gonna be like. You don't see us here, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff, and or you don't inter- you don't interrupt adults as they're talking. Mm-hmm. Those kind of things are like I thought everyone. Mm-hmm. That's what everyone did, mm-hmm. and I didn't notice that everyone raised their damn kids different until I had a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? You let him go to bed at twelve drinking soda? You know, he three. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like what? You know what I mean? So, um. Man, do you think that, I mean, do you think that's changed in times or was I just ignorant to the fact that, like, everybody does raise their kids different, you know? Nah, that's, nah, (laughs) because a part of it is, like, it's damn near, like, tradition. Like, (laughs) like, when I was young, my bedtime was 8 o'clock. Yeah. And so, my kids' bedtime was 8 o'clock because it just seemed like that was what the suitable thing was so yeah, like even yeah. when like your parents say hey when you walk into a room when you speak yeah once you ingrained that in me now i pass that down to my kids <laughs> but but now that you have kids and you know other people with kids now, do you see them like now you do my, what <laughs> as my kids have gotten older yeah i have been like that yeah, yeah yeah more so like i've seen more people um mainly women sorry to sound like i'm shitting on y'all but um, treat their kids more like they on they same level. Like this kid has he, this nigga disrespectful for real, for yeah, real. Or yeah. like, no, he can't stay up. Like you need to set boundaries, man. Yeah, yeah. So I've been seeing, I've been seeing shit like that happening more so. But one thing I did yeah. learn though is as my kids have gotten older, um, like I've. It's certain shit that my kids do that people might be like, what? Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, I get it. Like, they older. They teenagers. They spend the grade to go to college. Like, yeah, teenagers are different, though, man. I think I think as teenagers, I think you got to almost graduate from being a mom and dad to start introducing friendship. I mean, for real. I mean... More mentorship. Yeah, but you still got to be their friends, too, bro. Yeah. <clears throat> because I think even with mentorship, I think, like, I think... Mom, dad is always going to be there. You know what I'm saying? Because even when it come down to crunch time, it's going to be like, I need some motherly advice. I need some fatherly advice. But at the same time, I think like the whole like standing over them on some micromanagement, mm-hmm. that's going to end. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, man, look, you in college. <laughs> What's up? You know what I'm saying? So I think I, I think. And I, and I don't know yet. I got my son seven, bro. So I, I, I'm thinking that's what happened with me and my dad. He like my homie now. Not in a disrespectful manner. Yeah, I get it. But he the homie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, he's still dad. I'm still not going to say things and do things around him that I would do with maybe y'all. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to. It's still like I still. Well, he, he, he the homie. You know what I'm saying? Man, so. what's crazy is that my mom's is my homie now. And um, we... We was on, I don't want to say we was on bad terms, but the shit was just kind of fucked up with us when I first, when I was a teenager. Because mm-hmm. that's when shit, I'm having kids. I dropped out of school. Yeah. And wow. she wouldn't gin for none of that shit. So we was just kind of like on fucked up terms for a little bit, especially like I moved out mm-hmm. and all of that shit. But now, 
shit, she my homie, and I really don't know if I had like like I hear people say like, yeah, I, I never cussed in front of my mama. Man, what? I don't have them boundaries. Like, yeah, like yeah. with my moms, I'm, I'm really like, I don't know what. Cause if she on some bullshit, I check on her bullshit just like yeah. I would check one of my homies or one of my homegirls on their bullshit. Yeah. You know, so that like she's still my mom, and I know that that's my mom. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I got that. I don't know if I've been to a position where I had to test those boundaries. I'll say that. Yeah, and, and honestly, you know, um, the development of the of however y'all fr- y'all relationship was, this just works better. You know what I mean? That th- that part of where you guys are at now in this relationship, mm-hmm. it just works better for both of y'all mentally. Maybe even just like in a, in a place of where you needed her as a kid mm-hmm. or you needed her as a teenager. She wasn't mentally there. And now that you guys are here, that's where she was always ready. You know what I mean? Maybe that was where her mental space was at the time. And it's not it's not an excuse for bad parenting. However, it might just be. I mean, I think that's what happened with me and my pops, bro. It was just like a time for us to... It, the development of our relationship was when I was time to be the homie. You know what I'm saying? And, I, I, you know, I, I, you know, man, I always reflect. Like I said, like I've always looked at relationships and just try to step out of the emotional aspect of it and be like, you know what I mean? Like, all right, why did this go bad? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna transition to something else, but go ahead. I knew you was gonna say something. Um, yeah, that didn't work. That's only work for you. No, it worked. It just, it should just laugh. It just seemed like we're not in the same room talking to each other. <laughs> but I'm looking right at you, and it just, it just. It helps oh, me no. because you know what I'm saying. I'm like, okay, if something going crazy here, but go ahead, my bad. Um, <laughs> That's with right. my mom, as I got older, I realized that she, she was, she was doing the best that she could with what she knew how to do, and everything was all about just surviving. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and making it and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so she she definitely did that. You yeah. know what I mean? She yeah. made sure that, that we were taken care of. Yeah. We may not have had the best of everything and shit like that, but she made sure we was taken care of and shit. But yeah. I had I recently had to apologize to her for for that shit. Like with with that whole transition, damn near like fifteen no, maybe like sixteen, because I think I left the crib. Mm-hmm. Maybe at 17 okay. Or going into 18 I think that's when I left But I'm looking at like Now I got kids My kids is going off to college mm-hmm. You know what I mean They give me They give me fucking headaches And they give me their stresses And all of that shit But I'm like I look back And It's like damn If I'm my mom And I'm looking I see I got a kid Who and got a girl pregnant He's still in school He ain't graduated mm-hmm. yet or nothing He's still in school He didn't got a girl pregnant So this is your reflection Like you're yeah. looking back From what yeah, she's Yeah I'm looking seeing. back yeah, yeah and I'm looking at it From her perspective I'm like yeah. My son and got this girl pregnant He's still in school I had to find out about it Because he didn't tell me Yeah Now Fucked up But while I'm still in school You know we had a baby And shit like that or whatever This nigga get her pregnant again Yeah They still in school and then he turned around to come to me. And that not only that, the second time she's pregnant, he moves her in. Mm. She's in the house now, pregnant. Yeah. Then this nigga drops out of school. Mm. Like, wh- how would I look at that as a parent? You know what I mean? And at yeah. the time, 
it put it it made me start thinking like what the fuck was I thinking? Like I didn't think about my mom's feelings. I didn't think about he was a kid. none of that shit. And so I recently apologized to her, like, man, for any like stress and hurt I put on you and shit, because I was like, I really didn't give a fuck about what you thought or what you felt. I really thought I that I got this. I'm gonna do what the fuck I wanna do. Yeah. And, and as a parent, I could see how that could add unneeded stress on your life. And Absolutely. So, yeah. It, it also made me look at my kids too. Like they don't know what the fuck they doing. They really just don't get it. They not gonna appreciate none of this shit I'm doing for them until later on in life. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I got to keep doing it. That's yeah. some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a job working for retirement. Yeah. <laughs> like, y'all don't appreciate shit. Yeah. But I got to yeah. keep doing it yeah. anyway. They do, bro. Well, I mean. They will, they will. You know what I mean. And I think sooner than no, I think sooner than later. You know what I mean? Because they're gonna run into some people who ain't got it. If they already haven't, they mm-hmm. like shit. Whew, I My ain't got older, it she bad. got it. She been out the crib and shit, and in college. Yeah, and yeah she she kind of got it. She hit us with some touching messages yeah, a few times. So. Yeah, 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 man. Um, yeah, we got here. I don't even. We this wasn't even part of the plan, <laughs> but it's all good. I want to talk about a couple things, man. One of the things is kind of going into, um, eh, not really, but um, I was having a conversation, like I always say. Uh, it was talking about loyalty, um, and I really sat back and looked at that, looked at that word because people use it a lot. You know, I'm a loyal person. I'm a loyal, and the person I was having a conversation with was, as of recently, uh, they stepped away from they had to step back and look at saint look at the relationships they they were having and they were saying um that as they've gotten older they're saying that i had to realize everyone doesn't love like me everyone doesn't think like me and everyone isn't loyal like me Mm -hmm. and i had to say i was like well isn't it kind of selfish for you to think that everyone should be like you? You know what I mean? And I'm like, I looked at loyalty and I was like, so I think, I think it's a tricky word Mm -hmm. because I think loyalty is the, the word loyalty, meaning that I'm going to be, because at the end of the day, you're only loyal to things that you want to be loyal to, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or people. And then, Mm Like once I think that like you're giving me, I think once I say, hey, I'm loyal to you. And now I think, you know, when you throw on that responsibility of like being loyal or I got to I got to reciprocate that it's almost a selfish act. You know what I'm saying? Like, ho, ho, like, like. It's very it's a, it's a very tough task to, for friendship. It's a responsibility. It's uh, a lot of times, like you know, when you when you when you put these responsibilities on someone, it becomes a task, right? So, like, if I'm like, hey, hey, you know, AK, uh, hey, bro, I'm moving tomorrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, that's the worst. <laughs> so that responsibility of friendship has to come in. <laughs> And um, but anyway, I think that word loyalty, I think a lot of times people people use it and I think um, they reflect they use their own definition on it. And then they go back to a lot of times it goes back to like what's not being reciprocated. 
Um, man, loyalty. Okay, in most, in, in a lot of cases, people want people to be loyal to their toxicity. Sometimes, like, even though you on bullshit, you think I'm still supposed to just go with your bullshit just because I'm your friend, being your friend and being loyal to you for real is to call you on your shit and try to make sure you cool. You know, but a lot of times people use that that word loyalty. This motherfucker's disloyal because that person's not doing something that they want them to do. Exactly, and that's why you I said it mean? can be selfish. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And yeah. I think uh, I think a lot of people use it, man. And, and uh, it, it, I think it's tough, man. I think when you when you make a decision to say, when do you make a decision to say, hey, I'm done. Because now, like, if you're saying you're done with a person or you're done with a relationship, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. No, it was all good. It wasn't that bad. Because I keep kicking this thing, man. <laughs> but yeah, man, I think, but anyway, I was just like, I think, you know, when I was just talking to them, I'm just like, you gotta. That word, man, it's it's a uh, it's a uh, it's tough, man. Um, to be it and to expect it, you know what I mean. And it's friendships tough. So it's, it's you know responsibility. It's a task. It's all good when you're just having fun. You know what I'm saying? Man, <laughs> it, it, being disloyal is it's, it's, it's just some all around fake snake shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like when my homies or something do something for me or or they ride with me or shit, I don't never look at it as like, man, you loyal. Yeah. I would just be like, man, that's you know what I mean. That's my homie. You know what I mean. Like I would do the same <laughs> yeah, shit yeah, yeah, yeah. if he called me. Now, what I would say that a motherfucker's disloyal you is if you smiling in my face, but then I see that you talking shit about me or letting a motherfucker yeah. talk down about me yeah. around you, and you just all chummy with the motherfucker, but you ain't one. You ain't uh, you ain't tell me about it. Yeah. Two. You really acting like this shit was cool, but you just smiling in my face. Like, right, that's right, when right. I'd be like, man, that's a disloyal motherfucker right there. He gonna be a part of whoever's, make. if this the nigga who got the smoke today, he gonna be smoking with that nigga. He gonna chill with him. He don't give a fuck about what type of nigga. So maybe yeah. I'm the nigga that he kick it with because I got the drink or yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the bread when we go out and shit. So yeah. yeah, man, I just wanted to bring that up. It was interesting. I was having that conversation, man. I was just like, you know, um, like you said, man, it comes into a time to where when people expect loyalty or friendship or a lot of this shit is self is 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 surrounded by selfishness, self-serving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even a lot of times, people who scream "I'm loyal," you being loyal, you know, and receiving and giving like so-called loyalty to receive something back and need. Sometimes I'm loyal to you because I need you to be loyal to me, but my load is way heavier than what yeah. you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, man. Um, but I still I would I would define myself as loyal though. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Like I think it's I, I think it's, I'm not a bad word. word. Use, yeah, yeah, it's just like. When you said you was gonna need motherfuckers for this shit, yeah. All right, yeah. nigga, I got you. What's up? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no. I'm not saying it's a bad word. I just think a lot of times it can be self-serving. You know what I'm saying? And it's selfish. Yeah. But you know, and you got to watch out for that because, like I said, a lot of times people, some friendships are lopsided. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some friendships are 
sometimes you stress more being a friend to someone than like damn mm-hmm. like you know what i mean i'm not receiving nothing <laughs> i'm got, every time you call me it's a problem problem i gotta do this, i gotta do this. And, you, and you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. but yeah man um i wanted to get to this this is the conversation i want to have man okay. um so i heard an episode with you guys ago and i heard uh i heard a i heard a uh uh i heard the original interview with my man on the breakfast club uh, Murray. yeah and you talk he talked about a part a part of his life that he um basically was like he doesn't discuss anymore mm-hmm. it was i think he was in philadelphia and that's when he went through all his tr- trials mm-hmm. and tribulations his trouble and everything and then he moved back to south Car- charlotte mm-hmm. but anyway um I want to talk about this, man. I want to talk about that. And I think one of the things I wanted to talk about is having confrontation. Uh, we have to have confrontation. We have to have confrontation mm-hmm. instead of retreat. Meaning, um, a lot of times we're afraid of confrontation and confrontation is needed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people think confrontation is like, I'm about to beat that ass. Mm-hmm. But confrontation might just be a good old love mm-hmm. get get it out what's happening because mm-hmm. what happens is and one of the reasons why I didn't like the Murray the, 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 the sample that he used and maybe you can go back on and kind of say what you thought about on, when you was talking about it on Drunken Nights but the, the reason I didn't like that is because Murray you can't you can't you can't get rid of that that's who that's what made you mm-hmm. that's who you were because he was like I don't remember that part I, I, I let that let that part of my life go mm-hmm. and I think that's what happens a lot of time we retreat from a lot of shit that we got going on and instead of having confrontation we retreat and then what happens is it's still there with us how many times have you heard people say shit I'm trying to get to Atlanta man I just can't stand by all these people in Indiana, Indianapolis I just need to move to Atlanta but guess what them same problems mm-hmm. the same person that lived in Indianapolis is in Atlanta you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying you are still who you are mm-hmm. instead of confronting the problems that you have mm-hmm. going on with inside mm-hmm. with your loved ones you retreat mm-hmm. I'm going to Atlanta mm-hmm. you talk to down there too I'm going to move to LA had, was that the same <laughs> Episode we talked we had Mary's man Mike on there we was talking about that shit yeah 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 so yeah, yeah. and I, I, that's why I kind of wanted to bring it yeah. back up man because I heard that and uh I think yeah that that was that that yeah. that right there he used but I just think that like a lot of times man we we use that and we run away from it and the newest thing we've been using is a lot of times we use we use it as like I'm protecting my energy. I'm just protecting my energy, man. I ain't mm-hmm. messing with none of that. I ain't none of that. I ain't doing that. I'm protecting my energy. Mm-hmm. But protecting your energy a lot of time is retreat. Because you're blocking away things that need to be confronted. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not against block I'm not against protecting your energy. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times you protecting your energy meaning I'm just running away from the problems. Mm-hmm. True indeed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's a new phrase that we use a lot, man. But I, I, I wanted to discuss that, man. Man, so um, what episode was that? Was it UBU? It might have been UBU because I want, I want I would like for other people to go and check that episode yeah. out too. But what I was saying was that um, so when when I'm saying what I was saying in the sense of like when a person is disconnecting from the person that they used to be, this mm-hmm. is after they've done the work, right? After confronting and understanding that this is who I was and this is what I was doing and I'm not that person anymore. They confronted it. Now, all right, this is who I am now. I'm not on that bullshit no more. Right. So, and what you're saying, you're absolutely correct. 
if you just if a motherfucker comes to you and just be like, hey man, you hurt my feelings yesterday and I would really like to talk to you about it. You just like, uh, I, I got some shit to do. I gotta, I be, instead of mm-hmm. confronting the shit and then the motherfucker move all the way to Atlanta just because they don't want to have to yeah. have that conversation with you about how they ain't shit or something. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's different than, I looked at it like, once a person is, has made that transition to where they realize how Toxic and bad they were, mm. and they can look at that. There does become part of a disconnect with that person internally for you. Like I'm not that person. This is who I am. Yeah, I can talk about it if somebody wants to bring it up. The same way, you know, people go to schools and give speeches and shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. They, mm. they sometimes you do have to bring that shit up and keep talking for about sure. it just so other because people it made you grow. who you are. Yeah. Just so yeah. other people can learn and grow Because there's some people that's still in the trenches with this shit yeah, yeah. But I do understand Why a person disconnects From that when they Have felt like they have um, What's the word I'm looking for I guess I'll say recovered For lack of a better word okay. Once they have gotten past that point in their life mm-hmm. And they've done the work on themselves That's not me no more and especially when you can look back at that person and cringe, yeah. that's when you know you've really made a change. Because you yeah. ashamed, you really ashamed of that person. Like, I can't even believe I used to yeah. be like that. Yeah, yeah. And I think what happens too, man, I think we, you know, forget everybody else. Let's talk about ourselves. Let's talk about the times that how many times, because all of us are dealing with something right now that we are retreating from. We're, we're running. Mm-hmm. We're running from things instead of having confrontation within mm-hmm. and deal with shit. We all running from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's hard, man. You know what I'm saying? Especially when it's something that you have to do when you're looking at the reflection in the mirror. Because you can, you can, you, a lot of times when it's, when it's based on someone else, someone else is allowed to tell that story. What you mean? So, like, if, if you are instead of us like if I'm your bro, I'm, I'm, I'm a family member that mm-hmm. you basically have ran away from the problems that we've had for years mm-hmm. I, I have opportunity to tell that story to okay. someone else yeah. you know what this nigga did to me mm-hmm. this nigga did da 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 and then you you can go tell your story to someone else and, and, and it's two sides mm-hmm. however when you're dealing with what's going on within mm-hmm. no one else has that opportunity to tell that story except for all the insecurities we have in life that we do to run away from what we have going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's tough, bro. Um, it's, it's, I don't, how do you, how do you I get in get, tune with that, bro? Man, I get, I get why people retreat because I've done it before and I'm working on, I'm a lot better at not retreating than I used to be. Uh, from but, within or with uh, yeah, yeah. from my shit like like God, right now man. man like I've started seeing my therapist again after let me see I've been with her for like six years mm-hmm. I ain't seen her in the last maybe year and a half to two years I recently started seeing her again because like I didn't want to make decisions based off of my emotions because emotions are fleeting and emotions can be very fucking not real and you making permanent decisions based off you know so I was like and it can make you weak 
Yeah. So I was like, I need to speak to an emotional organizer. That's what I've been calling the therapist. That yeah. like these are emotional organizers. Mm. They, and that was the main thing I told her. I said, look, man, this is what I got going on. I don't want to make fucked up decisions just based mm. off of how I feel right now. Mm. Because how I feel right now, when I five minutes later, I might feel different. Five minutes from then, I'm gonna feel different again. Mm. And then, and I don't want. I just want you to help me with this shit. And so. For me, that's one of my ways of not retreating, yeah. of, of confronting this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. We got some deep shit that go all the way back to childhood, man. That's that's. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at, if I mean, if you look at our chapters of our lives, man, and people listening or anyone that's dealing with it, there's a lot of confronting that we are gonna have to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I think one of the things you can do, and I, and I man, I, I really, um, you know, I, man, I last shit for the last year and a half or whatever. I've been talking about energy. Um, and I think energy is a way for people just to it's a it's a new popular thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like people saying, you know, that ain't, that ain't my you know, energy is a new thing, almost like it's a new religion, is what mm-hmm. a, uh, one of my friends said. It's like a new, it's almost like a new a new religion, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And um, but I'm really, I really look into this stuff, man. I look at like if you if you look at energy, man, it talks about like the seven highways of energy, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it talks like. Like uh, controlling your energy, and it's simple shit, bro. It's the seven highways are your two eyes, your two ears, your your nose, your mouth, and your touch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's it. Yeah, whatever. How many? But anyway, like, it's basically simple concept is what you 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 see it, you hear it, you respond, you smell it. You you know what I'm saying? All these simple things are like. If you just pay attention to those simple things, like mm-hmm. I ain't going over there, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey man, I ain't feeling this man. You see that nigga? Let's go, bro. Mm-hmm. Or you 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 hear something like, "Hey, they over there talking crazy, bro. Let's go." Mm-hmm. That nigga, I heard he just said he about to shoot this whole. Motherfucker <laughs> up, bro. That nigga look at his girl one more time. He about to shoot this whole shit up. I was like, "Who's this girl?" Yeah. Now I'm looking. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Damn, I can see why. But really, I mean, think about it. That's like, or or you get a phone call. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what I heard? I heard that dude at work. You gonna be like, hey, I gotta go, because if you continue to stay there, guess what's gonna happen? This shit's just gonna be, it's gonna go down. Bro, I got somebody who I ends conversations with by cussing him out every single time <laughs> we get off the phone, and uh, and I and I go into the conversation trying not to cuss him out, like, like, bro. I know you I know he's going through something man and so but I, I try to I try to keep the lines of communication open just so that way but then he always seems to take it while I tell him don't take it and then I gotta cuss his ass out and hang up on him every single time we talk and then you man. get off the phone feeling like damn mad or and I get off the phone my whole, and I told him if I said dude don't talk to me about this shit no more because my whole energy changes Bro. when I get off the phone with you man I'm like that shit ain't cool. Gee, I got somebody I know right now that I pick and choose when I pick up the phone. Mm-hmm. Because I know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I got a couple people. I'm like, Dirty here go this mug calling me again. It's going to be 45 minutes of complaining. You get off the phone feeling drained and you ain't said nothing. <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> But I won't. I'm I'm big on the uh, on the energy thing too. I think I I think I fucks with it. I just don't be recognizing I fuck with it. Like I could just 
like if I'm in a room full of people and shit, I just get that feeling like, you know, yeah. I'm I'm gonna just chill outside and shit like I'm gonna just chill outside. Yeah. I ain't tripping, I ain't gonna, you know, I'm gonna just yeah. be over here or like like I could just feel it. I don't never really just connect to like, oh man, the energy is just, you know, I just be like, eh, you know, I'm, I'm a chill yeah, over here. Yeah, no, you but, ain't got to be on your uh, yoga shit, but I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> one thing I think people need to understand too when it comes to their energy, you do have to make sure that you're checking yourself mm-hmm. because there's some people that'll they they they're saying that they don't like this person's energy, but the fact is this person makes you feel insecure. You know what I mean mm-hmm. This person So It could be a babe She's like Now nah, I don't like her around here But that bitch has probably got the body That she wish she had mm. She probably She probably just makes her feel A certain type of way About herself And she doesn't like The way that The energy that she feels About herself mm. When this person is in the room Even though that person Is probably a great fucking person so people need to make sure when they talk and so you checking they, energies, so. they need check yourself too and see why do you feel this way? Do you feel fearful? Do you feel like you need to be on alert? Do, like what is the energy that? So you're let me saying? ask you a question on, with based on that based on that comment. So are you saying like people can create bad energy towards someone that, that like they yeah. created that? Yeah. Like she ain't do nothing. Yeah. It's your insecurity. Yeah. That's called okay. They okay. created this yeah. bad energy that. that makes sense. Because you haven't taken the time to to look at yourself or or check yourself in this situation, like, yeah. and I've been that person before. You know what I mean? Where I just kind of I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of an example. I've been I've been in positions before where nigga I was dead broke and I'm in a room full of niggas with money. I just want to sit over here, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you start I, making like, that shit. man. These niggas, these niggas, whack, man. No, nah, I ain't even do that shit. You said, I ain't even do that shit. I'm just nigga like, got all this money. I ain't Look how finna play no, no, no motherfucking uh, big bank take little bank to these niggas nah, and shit. Nah, them nah, them nah, niggas nah. is over there. I remember that job, that job, that that game, man. I be like, shit. I used to watch them like playing it. I can't enjoy that. Yeah. But I, because I, I knew I was fucked up financially and shit. I had responsibilities and shit. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm around a bunch of motherfuckers who, like. Man, these niggas is living life. I'm talking about with the bottles up and shit spraying there. I'm like, and I'm just sitting over here chilling, just like it. It it did make me feel like, man, I need to get on my money shit. And it made me want to get back in the game type shit. You know yeah. what I mean? But I'm like, yeah. that ain't what I'm on no more. That's I don't want to be bad. on that shit. That's you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. and it wasn't shit that they were doing towards me. Yeah. It, I was just creating this bad energy around myself at that moment. So yeah. I know it could happen. Mm-hmm. Until you Man you just gotta look at yourself And check yourself on your shit mm-hmm. Yeah Yeah it makes sense So Yeah I think I think people gotta I think people I think you need to get in tune with it though man Cause I mean literally yeah. And a lot of people I mean, look, It ain't even gotta be all that deep y'all It could just be like Hey man My instincts when I, There's something in my My gut Mm-hmm. That's in, that's energy, mm-hmm. man. I just felt it, dog. I just knew not to go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's energy, bro. Like, that's what it is. I know. Like I said, it's a new it's a new term that gets thrown that it's thrown around a lot. But I mean, it's the same old thing as the the uh, God, the devil, the angel on your shoulder, the devil on your shoulder. It's your conscience talking to you. That's all it is, dog. That's a lot of times we don't listen to those conscience. There's plenty of times that man. I was reading something somewhere, and somebody said that. Uh, everybody's talking about these guardian angels over them. You are your guardian angel. It's called intuition. Mm-hmm. That's energy. It was like you are your guardian angel. Like yeah. you know when something's yeah. off and feel. You just yeah. Yeah. No. So I get it. Yeah, that's funny, man. Yeah, man. So I, I just think that um, I think you have to you have to uh, 
be willing to, you know, get in tune with it and, and try to understand it. You know what I'm saying? You got to be willing to confront yourself. Like if here's here's a perfect sign of you you you're not willing to deal with your shit. If every time you look in the mirror, you see the person that hurt you or the person that disappointed you or the person that made you feel some type of way instead of seeing yourself you need to start doing some some self-healing and self-thinking because what you're doing is gonna you're going to live in this boat yeah you're going to learn yeah you'll end up turning into the person that hurt you yeah. and you're you're living inside of this bubble of victimhood mm. even if you were done wrong and, and it's valid that your feelings were hurt yeah. and it was valid that you you should feel some type of way but once you began to live in that bubble yeah. you become a person that you don't even want to look at so when you look in the mirror, all you see is everybody else. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's a, a that's that's a sign that if, if, <clears throat> when you looking in the mirror and you can't and you just looking at yourself and you looking at everybody that done something wrong to you, instead of looking at yourself and trying to confront your own feelings and your own hurts, because even though this person did this that hurt your feelings, it still hurt you in a way that like. Like if this happened to somebody else It probably wouldn't hurt as bad Yeah So you gotta figure out What is it about you That made this hurt you so bad Are you dealing with abandonment issues The first thing you gotta do though Honestly And uh, we talked about it before On the show Is forgive them That's the first The first step Of letting go Of someone who hurt you Someone who's done you wrong is forgive them and again remember remember this forgiveness is not it doesn't always have to be forgiveness is for you mm-hmm. it's not for that person you don't even have to tell them i'm sorry or you don't even have to say you don't even have to get an apology from them mm-hmm. and you still can forgive them because once you forgive them and you truly mean it when you see that person's face or you think of that person or that pain that they could like you just said, King K, that bubble mm-hmm. that you live in is pops and you and you keep on moving with your life, man. It's hard for people to forgive people when they ain't been able to forget themselves yet though. Like man, and it, and it's fucked up, but it's it's true. Like the fact that some people stay in toxic shit, whether it's with your Old lady, your old man, your your mom, your brothers, how whatever. Mm-hmm. You do have to look at yourself, yourself, and ask yourself like, what is it about me that makes me stay mm. in this shit? You know what I mean? Like, you still have to look at yourself, even though you being done wrong. You got to question yourself and ask yourself, what is it about me that makes me stay in shit like this? Mm-hmm. And then you have to forgive you. You have to get to a point where you're able to forgive yourself for allowing yourself to deal with that mm-hmm. before you can even get to a point of saying that you're able to forgive them for doing it to you. Well, okay, so you're right. You're right. I was talking about in in pain that was given. So, like, mm-hmm. let's just say a mother done a daughter wrong, done a son wrong, done a whoever wrong, a dad done a, a you know, at that at that moment. A child didn't do nothing wrong but be a child. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So after years and years of neglect or years and years of pain, I wasn't doing nothing but being there as a child who received it. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So in that moment, for me to let go of that pain or the hate that I have for that one person, yeah. husband, ex-husband, ex-wife, whoever it may be, you have to say, all right, you know what I'm saying? I got to just, I, for me to let this go, I'm just going to have to forgive them and move on with life. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I've been thinking about this shit since you said that shit. I think it was the last time I was on y'all's show. We was talking about my pops yeah. And he was like You gotta forgive him And I was thinking about this shit And I, I don't think I ever got, I, We ever got to some kind of resolution on it I think I was just mostly like Man fuck out of here with all this shit yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> But I think I So the, the fear was That I had And probably still do have About Forgiving him Is the way that I move Like especially like If I feel a certain type of way About you Once I Say I forgive you I damn it don't want to have Shit to do with you now Like I don't even want to Grant you the opportunity To where I have to Try to forgive you again You know what I mean But I mean you can say it Without even telling him I know But I, don't, I ain't gonna want Like if you call me I don't, I don't want We ain't got nothing to talk about We ain't got like Once I forgive you Of this shit Then I'm completely letting go That, there, that this would be anything That I actually wanted I'm but just I'm completely let letting that shit go. Yeah. I forgive you for everything that you've done, and I will never give you the opportunity again for me to have to forgive you again. Mm. So it's like, yeah, but if not, I say I gotta, forgive you, then I mean I'm damn near finna say then fuck this relationship now. But that's not forgiveness then. Um, forgiveness is forgiveness is like, again, I mean, let's be like, okay, so. If you are forgiving him of the past trans, like the past of whatever what happened, right? Mm-hmm. Like his lack of being there or his whatever happened. Mm-hmm. Once you say you're forgiving him for that, and then now if he's trying to adapt and be in your life and try to be a better person, what was what was blocking that was you still was angry of the past, so you was like. Uh, nah, that nigga nah, ain't doing nigga. none of this. <laughs> Tell you right now, that nigga okay, ain't doing okay. none of this shit. Oh, he ain't trying to be back in. I mean, he'll he'll like shit on Facebook. I know. Well, then now you put in. <laughs> what, what you what you're concerned about the? Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's like I don't know, man. That's that's something else I probably need to work out with my therapist too. Yeah, man. Want to talk about that shit too? But <laughs> it, it's yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. Um, I was having a conversation with a homeboy, man, and. This dude was highly skilled at something. I'm not gonna say who, what it was, but he was highly skilled at a at a art. Mm-hmm. Dope. I mean, dope of the dopest of his and his peers. Mm-hmm. Like one of the top guys of his peers. Kung fu. Nah. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I talked to him and uh, I was like, "Yo, what up, man? How's life? You know, we we talk every." Shit, every few months, just mm-hmm. catching up, just like, yo, where your energy at? How you doing? You know, what's going on? You good? Anyway, I asked him, has he still been doing, you know, that, uh, what he's been doing? He was like, nah, man, I haven't. He said, only on special occasions. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, dog, are you like, and he was like, uh, um, he was like, nah, man, um, I'm like, did you just lose the, lose the passion? And um, he was like, uh, nah, man, I just, yeah, he was like, man, I just kind of, I just felt like I hit a ceiling. 
And I was like, damn, man. And I think a lot of people go through that. So my question to you is like, do you think there's a thin line between hitting the ceiling and um, and giving up? Um, you feel me? So like, nah, I, I damn near <laughs> think it's two different things because just giving up, you you could damn near just give up before you even reach a ceiling, mm-hmm. just because you had like if I'm like. I plan on hitting $5,000 this week and I get to like three and it's Thursday and I'm like, man, the week is almost so fucking I'm giving up. But you saying that this man has already been hitting 5,000. Boom, 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 boom. He's always fucking hitting it. But my I can th- see him being like, I ain't nothing challenging. It ain't like I'm not like I'm the best. But like, you're not ever. Listen. Whenever you get done with it Around his peers though Okay so this is what I'm saying And this is kind of And I, I can't wait Because we supposed to We supposed to meet up And I guess my thing is this When people say they're the best mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Even if it's in your Around your peers mm-hmm. Go to Ohio Yeah Then somebody will smoke your boots dog That would yeah. That would Like whoa Mm-hmm. So I guess like I say like this Like I think like Who sets that ceiling? You do Sky's the limit dog You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like I think when I say A lot of times I think That's why I say Is there a thin line? The 5,000 There's a nigga around the corner Making 10 Doing the same thing you doing mm-hmm. So your ceiling is set at 5 And you're giving up Because you think like oh, I just hit the ceiling of 5 Nah bro There's 10 around here So I said yeah. That's why I asked Was there a thin line? Between the two You know what I'm saying Yeah But it's all about The personal It's all about Your personal Your personal goal too Like Did he say Why he uh, that's He just said He just said He hit a ceiling And that and, was it Yeah But you know what Honestly bro Like And I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest man And transparent man Sometimes like We look at this Podcast world And I'm like Like You know like sometimes I'm like, man, you know, do it every week, do it every month, and that's why I be riding y'all so much because I, I told y'all, man, my goal is to do more than talk on this mic. Mm-hmm. I want us to be able to do something along with talking on the mic. Mm-hmm. And I just always think like I will hit a ceiling when it comes down to just continuing just only talking on the mic, mm-hmm. doing an episode for an hour every. I mean, how long can you just do that, dog? <laughs> Without having Rogan something shit. else, nah. I mean, but that's the crazy. That's the that's that's the, that's the shit. Yeah, man. And I think I, and my and I, I guess my and my <laughs> twist to that was this. So we do have to be realistic, right? Mm-hmm. Because when we say sky is the limit, and we say it, can you set yourself up for me trying to trying to make too big of a goal? Nigga, I'm going to be like Joe Rogan. Yes. Because it can become overwhelming to the point where you end up giving up because, like, man, take your steps, my nigga. Just, like, take your steps and you will get there, okay? Joe Rogan didn't become Joe Rogan overnight. So and I think that's what happens, Take man. your steps, man. <laughs> to Calm down, Simba. You ain't Mufasa yet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I mean, I think I think 
especially for something like this, for like the podcast. The podcast, it's like, this is the main thing that opens up a door for this thing. And then the podcast is, it becomes not necessarily the main thing, but it still gets done. Kind of like how comedians will always go back to the stage. Mm -hmm. They have movies, sitcoms, but they'll always end up every once in a while. Let me go ahead and hit the stage real quick. Let me go do some stand up because that's what it started from with me. And that's that was yeah. their main thing that ended up creating all of these other things that afforded them an opportunity to when they got back to the stage. Mm-hmm. Now it's full blown fucking production. Yeah, yeah. And I think what happens is, man, I think we got to be careful with this conversation of hitting the ceiling because. What happens, I think people, let's just say careers, mm-hmm. they get started in a career and it's not moving fast enough or they haven't set proper goals and then they hit a ceiling. Now it's like, oh, I'm just great. And next thing you know, these people have had like three or four career changes and you're 45. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, what do you say to that, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, it's can you can't tell them that they didn't. You know what I mean? Man, you know when you're done. Like, you know when you're done with this shit. You you know when you. I think you know when you hit a ceiling with this first with, with whatever it is that you're doing because you just don't want to fucking do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just yeah. don't want to fucking do it, man. I've seen some people do that with every job they have. <laughs> I've seen that before. <laughs> like, damn. That's just being lazy. <laughs> Niggas that went but, from uh, owning a business to nurse <laughs> practitioner to waxing women. <laughs> but you you know when you're done with some shit. Now, I didn't, I didn't, I've been in positions before where I was just like, I didn't like even with like the music shit. There was a point in time where we had our own record label and shit, and uh, we had managers and all of that shit. And I just walked away from it mm. because it was shit going on that I just wouldn't gin for. Yeah, and I was trying to just like stick it out because I got the homies there. Swoop, man, we out, we doing our shit, Chief. Man, we, we doing our shit. We got a whole label. We getting paid. We was actually getting paid to perform every week at a at a uh, at a spot. They paid us every week to perform <laughs> and shit. And so, I'm like, we making money. Yeah. We, but it was just some shit that was going on on the inside mm. of, the, of the camp that I was just like, man, I can't G for this shit. And I was trying to just thug it out. I was trying to talk it out. I was trying to, and then I just hit my ceiling. Oh, that's a bad. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, is it too loud? No, no, it's good. Okay. Um, I hit my ceiling while I was just like, I don't feel like going to the fucking studio, man. I don't feel like seeing yeah. them. I don't feel like doing none of this shit. So I said, fucking, I called them to the studio. I said, look, I'm done. Like, mm-hmm. we got contracts. I don't give a fuck about what you got. Mm-hmm. I'm done. And I sat out of music for a long time after that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But. You you'll just that. you'll know when your ceiling hits where you just like you know what I'm I'm done I'm cool. What about that ceiling? The relationship ceiling. What you mean? It's a little bit deeper. Because <laughs> we can, talk about that, it's, 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 okay, bro. That ceiling so that crooked. Was, that that, that ceiling got yeah. three levels. 
<laughs> That's a motherfucking cathedral hall yeah. man. The motherfucker <laughs> echo. You said no, but that shit echoing back. That's having to get back to your end. Let's talk yes. about that, bro. Because there's a lot of people right now that is probably uh, a foot away from their ceiling of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And um, I think there's so many, like, when we're dealing with a job or a podcast or Mm -hmm. whatever else it is it's a lot easier to be able to distinguish if I'm done it's black and white it's black and white yeah it's black and white when it comes to shit like that so there are relationships people in relationships marriages um, boyfriend girlfriend 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 boyfriend boyfriend whatever you want to say that have a lot of gray (laughs) yeah and my thing is you could be ready to hit that ceiling Mm -hmm. tonight Mm-hmm. But she give you some good old, give you some good, yeah, good, man, good, and then you just raise, <laughs> or he gives she, her some good. Walk in the house, and then now she got your whole shit laid out on the table, the platter and shit, your favorite meal and shit. You just be like, uh, you like I'm for going to tell this bitch, tell this bitch right now. This motherfucker open the double, uh, uh, what, 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 what's all this for? And you know what even she, hurts you? First thing she say was just like, you know what? I've been hard on you. I've been. And I just wanted to say I'm sorry And, and then your whole shit would be like Your ceiling's gone <laughs> And you know what else is even <laughs> And you know what <laughs> You know what else may change that ceiling To going from you a foot away And then you get that Is a kid There's yeah. a lot of people who have Ceilings have been Holy That have made you go to the attic That have made mm. You know what I'm saying Because now there's kids involved mm-hmm. You know what I mean And I think it's so it's so hard, bro. It's so hard because relationships do hit ceilings, and it's time to go. I'm not even talking about like let's you know fuck let's, let's forget marriage, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, boy, boy whatever, whatever. Homeboys, mm-hmm. homegirls, mm-hmm. you hit ceilings with people, bro, and you got to recognize that, bro. It's like I gotta go. I gotta go. You know what I'm saying, man. One of the quickest ways to lose a friendship is if you always bitching. If you always bitching, people gonna want to stop hanging around you, man. You always bitching and crying, and and complaining and just bringing the mood down every time you come around. That's yeah, man, man, that's one of the quickest ways to be like, you know what? I've hit my. I don't. No, I didn't invite you to the barbecue, nigga, because I ain't wanted to rain today, bro. With all the dark clouds that you bring around this motherfucker. Man, I know people like that, dog. You give them a solution, and they find a problem with the solution. Man, that's why I stopped talking. I just stopped talking to him. <laughs> uh, I said, "All right, you got it. You got it figured out. There. Why the fuck you talking to me? You got it figured out already." Man, dog, uh, I'm telling. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, man. But man, was 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 crazy about the whole relationship thing, man. This is something that I was um, I was looking into. A lot of people, like. In most cases, people go into relationships with these um, standards and boundaries and ceilings, and then they quickly get tested, mm. right? And you find out that, all right, I'm going to move this line back a little more because because I, I actually really like her. Oh, yeah. she actually maybe she was just maybe she was having a bad day. Oh, maybe, maybe I could talk to her about it. Or you know, I think this house ain't tall enough. We need to put some more ceilings up, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know. But a lot of times what people do when they get into relationships, they always go into a relationship thinking about what this person can do for them instead of going into a relationship trying to figure out what can they offer. 
So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, man, this man, dude, I'm telling my man, she be cooking. Nigga, she be cleaning this shit. I mean, every time I come home, man, it smell like pasol and chicken, nigga. Mm-hmm. So instead of going into it like, this is who I am and this is how what I can offer to this relationship. Mm-hmm. People go into relationships looking to take and not willing to yeah. give until they've gotten. Well, a lot of times people go into that so they can tell someone else what they got. So yeah. when so if I met this beautiful girl I'm like bro she work at such and such mm-hmm. she can cook she can da-da. I'm not gonna be like hey man I complete her because I can <laughs> <laughs> no of course out the streets you do that shit out the streets you do that shit but you don't supposed to do that when you're in a relationship you don't do that with the girl yeah, or with, yeah. the, with your dude in the streets hell yeah you supposed to brag about your shit cause that's a reflection of you nigga I got one man yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like <laughs> like motherfuckers go fishing and they show that big nigga I got a big ass bass yeah, bro yeah. I'm like damn you got yeah, one of them yeah, yeah. yeah but nah at the crib you can't you, can, you shouldn't so, be thinking like that more mentally right so I, I agree so but how many people do that though, man? I mean, I think like what happens is like you talk to someone and um, they give you all their their guidelines and expectations of what they want in a man, and then a lot of times they won't counter each guideline based off what they're going to do. They're to, not willing to give what they're asking for. Um. Um. Like, yeah, this I mean, is yeah. what I want And then you providing it But they not really Yeah not not even that extreme right Okay So let's say Cause I mean Yeah we've You know We've we've heard that We've seen that That's what the uh, your boy be doing all the time uh, Kevin yeah. yeah So he asked girl well, what, what are you Not even that extreme right So okay. I'm talking about like uh, <clears throat> If I can give you My standards and guidelines And I'm sitting here like if I'm on a if I'm on a date with someone and I just be like, look, I need this, I need this, I need that, I need that. Like on the counter, like not even like can you do this, can you do that, can you do that? But what I can give you some of my standards and guidelines that that I'm willing to like you just said I'm willing to give mm-hmm. that will correlate with these two things. It don't have to be like if you have a hundred thousand dollar job, I have to be have you know I'm not even talking about like that. Not mm-hmm. each standard have to meet each other, but I do have guidelines. I do have things within myself that can either promote that mm-hmm. assist that mm-hmm. or match that you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and some people can't do that bro and i know people who have these strict ass guidelines and to counter it it's like well what are you going to do to be able to help him maintain that god-fearing man mm-hmm. because all you bringing him is hell you know what i'm saying you know what i said too even though i feel like it's more healthy to go into a relationship figuring out what you can offer it is you still need to make sure you're getting something as well. Absolutely, absolutely. But with what you saying, like on our last episode, um, I was talking about. I was really just talking about like artists, people with um, talents that's out here trying to make money and shitty that other people don't invest in them and all of that shit. And I was saying that like you can't have this certain sense of entitlement, right? You have to create value for yourself. In order for people to want to fuck with you So if you're a rapper and this record label mm-hmm. Don't want to fucking sign you But you ain't never Hit the streets to try to sell a CD You ain't never posted something Saying like hey I got a mixtape You just spit a freestyle and shitty that a motherfucker Won't sign you mm-hmm. Like 
we have to get out here and start creating value. And so with that, I think it's the same thing with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. If you can't create any value, why are you asking for valuable things? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. You can't go invest in fucking Apple if you ain't got no money. Get your bread up first yeah. before you come to me asking me exactly for certain shit. Exactly. Because or, once I say to you, once you tell me all your guidelines, and then I tell you mine's, and you're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I don't, I don't, well, why the fuck are you expecting so much? Or, or this, you, you, I totally 100% agree with you. Or this. I want a man who's God fearing. I want a man who got a business. I want him. He's about his grind. He a hustler. He da, 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 da. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Now, are you going to support that hustle? Mm-hmm. Are you going to support him not being affectionate because he? You wanted this. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to have the capability to support these things you're asking for that will? Give Keep you that going, give yeah, you everything you're asking yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Because if you want a hustler, that means you don't want a lot of time. Come on, man. <laughs> so, are you willing to continue to support the hustle, mm-hmm. or are you going to say, Oh, that's what I wanted, but you're not able to support it, you're not able to grow it, you're not mm-hmm. able to, you know what I mean? And I think it's just like you have to be willing to do those things, man, when it comes down to relationships and or friendships, dog. Just only when I need you to, because the reality is I've been, I was all these things before I met you. So I was going to do it regardless whether you was here or not. I was going to be hustling. But I was they can be destroy it too. Yes. That's my yes, point. They can. That's my point. Uh, a person can destroy the person you, you were because they told you that's what they wanted, but mm-hmm. they didn't have the capability, the mentality, Physical Whatever To support The mm. person you were So you almost been Damn near in a trick bag And now they just Bringing that They taking it out of you And then what happens is Guys just kind of Fall out They hit their ceiling Because they fall in love And then they just be like Alright cool I want to keep my woman Babies <laughs> And then they're all like You know what I'm gonna stay home Tonight fellas Because She gonna be tripping again If I come out there And then you, you hit your man. ceiling <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I had seen this story before. Then he yeah. gets tired of the shit. He just like, you know what, bitch? Fuck it, I'm gonna just stay home. Fuck man. it, I'm going out tonight. And then it just yeah. turned to a whole argument. And then it just, uh, yeah. yeah, everything exploded. Yeah. He was just a hustling, god fearing man at first. Now you yeah. calling them bitches. Yeah. So I think not a, a lot of times, man. I think a lot of times women can say I can match, and I think that's the danger in it, right? So someone saying I can match exactly what my man has. It's not the thing. Can you support it too? Because a lot of times I make a hundred thousand, he make a. I'm a hustler, he a hustler. Just because you have that, you still have to be able to support it because what you had is because of self. Now, when you ask someone, or do you have the capability to support and help grow or help whatever it may be? I think you know you really got to think about that, man. You really do. Okay, for real, for real. Let's let's be let's be all the way one hundred. Let's do it. If a nigga's on his shit and he's grinding and he's doing his shit the way that he's doing it and it's working, mm. do he really want her in his shit all the time? What you mean? Like, like, all right, babe, I asked your advice that one time, but <laughs> no, I'm not even talking about like, that. Yeah, damn. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about just even uh, 
Not uh, giving them no shit when he leaving. And sometimes I'll, that's yeah. all we need, man. Just understand. Just don't give me no shit. Just understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really what we say when we ask for support. Dude. Man, just don't give me nah, no shit nah. while I'm doing my thing, man. No, just have balance. Like I'll let you know where I'm at, what I'm doing, what time I might be back. And like just don't give me no shit. Yeah. That's kind of fucked up. What you mean? I mean it's it's honest and it's real, but that is a because like like, don't give me no shit when I come back. I had a pussy ready for me. Or I'd be ready to suck my dick, too. Like, that's kind of fucked because that's really what we want. Like, once we get done doing our shit and we get back to the crib, mm-hmm. shit, we want, we want to come back to a woman that's happy to see us. Mm-hmm. A woman that's like, how, how'd it go, babe? Did it, was it good? Oh, yeah. And then rub on your head and shit and give you a little mm-hmm. pussy or suck mm-hmm. your dick or something. And then we go to sleep and then we do the shit tomorrow. But in fairness to a woman, right? So let's let's be fair, all right? And I'm speaking from I'm just being devil's advocate here. Okay. So if a woman is, let's say you have a, a new found you are you are you were who you were mm-hmm. before you met her. Mm-hmm. You had a newfound passion, you mm-hmm. grew and you started to do other things in life. Okay. Can you just automatically expect her to understand that? Nah. Nah. Is that hitting the ceiling? No, it ain't hitting the ceiling. It's just a, a conversation she, needs to be had. But what if she she never will still understand that? And it's a, a new passion that you have. Or, or 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 a woman having a new having a new career change. Like, hey, listen, I'm making six figures right now. I hate this shit. When he. Uh, kind of like to the episode we had back when we was t- when I came on y'all show, mm-hmm. when Swoop was saying that the girl. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about when you said I was like, nah, I don't think it's easy for her to, because <laughs> this is like you 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 brought her into this relationship or marriage with this certain mind state, and now you didn't go on and flip the script. But I'm not even talking about anything extreme, right? Because that's yeah. extreme. Like, yeah, of course, yeah, that's extreme. That's but, extreme. But I'm just but saying, even like, just, a, even little changes for a woman, any change that you're finna do for yourself that's gonna take time away from her, she's gonna automatically look at like you can't keep that. Yeah. That's that's not gender. That's that's not that's that's Me not. Too, yeah, yeah, I was gonna right, say right, right. that ain't gender suspe- going out specific. Now, why every time you come home, you got stilettos in your bag? What are you doing? That ain't the one, bro. This the one. Damn, you going back to the gym, Bruh. <laughs> you Bruh. went. Where you get? Where why you got them leggings on? <laughs> you used to always sit here and eat oatmeal pies and shit in the bed watching goddamn SpongeBob. Now all of a sudden you don't want no oatmeal pies. Who you, you looking sexy for? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's real. Like, man, who you looking good for? I accepted you for who you was. <laughs> now, <laughs> so you ain't good enough. Yeah. You ain't good yeah. enough. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's tough, man. I mean, what do you do there? I mean, you just gotta have a, you gotta have an honest conversation, man. It's gotta be an honest conversation. I mean, you, but my thing is this: it ain't shit you can do that's gonna make her feel no different. But what I'm saying is, I mean, honest is honest. Like, hey, I'm, I like, I'm, I mean, I like the way I look. I'm feeling better. Oh, when she's talking about when she hitting the gym. Or I'm just saying anything, right? You know what I'm saying? Whatever Mm -hmm. it may be, whatever your new passion may be, as long as it ain't something that's killing the bank account, that's hurting. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's not hurting yourself. I'm saying it's something that's, you know, that's productive. Now, my thing is somebody's new passion could be smoking crack. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> That's different. Motherfucker call that a passion. Boy, you've been smoking crack. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't grade a new passion to crack. Fuck you graduate from. What was you doing right, right. But you know what I'm saying? So like, I mean, because you can have that honest conversation. It's still, again, if they don't get it because that's not the person they fell in love with. One thing I have been trying to figure out is trying to, you have to still create that balance. Like, like people need to know why shit. If, if people understood why, even if they don't agree with it, it's kind of like they ain't got no choice but to kind of sort of start accepting it. Shit. <laughs> you trip. Like, if, 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 yeah. if my old lady telling me, like, if she give me the answer, like, why are you hitting the gym all of the time now? She just like, I just want to look good. I'm going I'm gonna still feel some type of way about that versus if she comes to me, she's like, Look, I've been insecure about my body for a while now. And I've been too lazy to do anything about it. I finally started getting the courage and the motivation to start doing something. I don't wanna feel like this no more. What the fuck can I say? You know what I mean? Or like what can I say? Oh, or she just wanna look good. For who, bitch? <laughs> See who for who? Because I've been telling you my, look good every day for myself. Man, I don't believe that shit. Uh, tell like I want to do this but for you myself. Just, but like, my motherfuckers, if a motherfucker get his hair cut, you ain't got no. But hair. Uh, get your hair cut. Uh, you get your car wash, nigga. You roll that window but now. Y'all finna see me. But you just said what you just said. Mm-hmm. You reformatted. I'm looking. I just want to look good for myself. No, nah, you, you just, said you, it in you, a different way. You just said this shit too plain and simple. That ain't telling me why. Telling me why is because you said you felt you've been feeling insecure about. But yourself. maybe she's never been feeling insecure. Maybe she just went to the gym. It felt good, and she looked good. It don't have to be an insecurity. Just because so, a woman changed her body shape, or just be, it don't always have to be an insecurity. It could just be like, man, that shit felt good, and I love the way these jeans are fitting now. I mean, I can fuck with that too. I got a couple t-shirts, even though I got a gut and shit. But when I put this t-shirt on, I'll like, 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 wear this motherfucker every day. You <laughs> <laughs> <He's> stupid. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, it's tough, man. I think when you, I think when a loved one, I think we have to be open for change in relationships. We definitely do. because I think what happens is we if we get stuck in the same mindset of continuing to. Um, just continuing to live this nine to five boring cookie cutter life, I think we will be disappointed. I think we'll be disappointed because someone may have changed. If you live in a life full of being able to accept change and say, hey, let's try new shit. Let's try new things. When a person gets another thing that they want to do, regardless if it's not including you or if it is, you're more open to it. But so many people get in relationships in their friendships or whatever it may be and they get in a bubble of like this is all we gonna this is the same old shit it's over and over and over and then when one person says damn I'm tired of turning left I'm ready to turn right mm-hmm. let me try going right mm-hmm. it ain't gonna fuck up your your whole everything you know what I mean it, you know especially if you're open to saying hey shit let's go try some new shit <laughs> you know what I mean yeah all of it still has to always be a conversation I did you know for, I mean? sure, for sure for sure for sure you think so do you think that new shit needs to be Started with the significant other first, or no. you just do new shit by yourself. It doesn't always have to be because sometimes you just ain't gonna be in it, bro. You might not just want to go to the gym, but I think like when you leave opportunity for change in it, not change in who your love for each other, but opportunity in like 
you know, like, and, and that's it. With, with me just saying it is hard because we get so caught up on our everyday lives of just the responsibilities we have as an adult. But I think, man, when people are willing to be open to uh, accepting, like, I put it like this, dog. Let's just be straight up. If you trust and have faith in your significant other mm-hmm. or your friends, and they bring something to you mm-hmm. that's going to, it should mm-hmm. add value to the lifestyle, mm-hmm. add value to the relationship, or add value into with who that person within that that person who's trying. You and if you trust that, you start thinking about because uh, I think in pictures. So what you saying actually kind of makes perfect sense. So in my head, I'm thinking like motherfuckers just laying in bed. I mean, sitting up. The lamps is on. They reading the book. Finna grade. She got hers. He got it. He just puts his book down. He said, "You know what, babe? I think I'm finna try my hand at such and such." The great response would be, "Oh yeah, that's that's good. I think you should tell me more." Yeah. <laughs> like, what what made you wanna do that? You know, that's yeah. hey hey, do it. Try it out Instead of The response of her Slapping the book down On the bed like That shit's so stupid So when did you come up With that shit <laughs> No no, what, no the, When the hell are You gonna find time To do that shit yeah. <laughs> In between these kids Going yeah, to work yeah. Fucking me yeah. Fucking me And fucking me She's stupid When do you have time To do any of that shit yeah. Boy go to sleep You done miss me off I'm yeah. ready to go to bed now. And I think we should be more Like I mean my thing is this man I think again If you have trust Within that person And you know Like They're not gonna fuck up The Fuck up the bank mm-hmm. Now If you got an irresponsible Motherfucker mm-hmm. Maybe you need to be like, whoa, what you talking about, nigga? You tried to skydive last month. <laughs> you tried to fly planes last month. Now you want to drive trains? Like, you know what I mean? So, I'm going to be a realtor. You've been out of every place. Now you finna be a realtor. Yeah, you going back to school to go. You can't, you going to school to do be a business. You can't do, you know, you ain't do no math, you know. So, yeah, I think, um, I think, yeah. So, when you make these changes as a person, I think you really can't. You have to really look at the value of it. We've been in this podcast game for a minute, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, five, six years. Mm-hmm. And I think this is something that we have committed to that where we try to add value in our lives, try to add value in within our families because we're trying to make money off this. We're trying to do something that's going to better ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think, man, uh, when a person is doing those type of things and those type of commitments, you have to have trust within them. Now, um, you know your loved ones mm-hmm. and you know when they own some bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you got to look at that too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, if you have someone out there listening, if you got someone out there, man, you got a loved one, you got a significant other, sometimes you might just have to support what they got going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to give them the pros and cons. Talk to them. King K, like you just said, talk to them. Mm-hmm. Communicate. Write down the pros and cons. Tell me what's going to be good about this. Challenge them. I do that shit with my kids. When they want, man, you don't know how much money that we didn't spend because my kids just want to try some shit. Yeah. But we trying to be good parents, so we go... <laughs> We're going to let you try And some of them trials are expensive. <laughs> man, put my daughter in basketball camp one time, bro. I'm talking about, man, she couldn't even dribble a ball, See, that's bro. when you had to hit, you hit that ceiling, man, baby. Man, um, so I had to learn, like, when they tell me that they want to try and do something, 
now I need to know why. Yeah. Why do you want to do this? Because if the answer that you give me, I'm like, I'm willing to invest in that. My mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. My energy, just like uh, like I was telling you, I'm like nigga, I'll be at, I'll be on your side of town, <laughs> like on yeah, Wednesdays yeah. and Thursdays. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't be feel like doing that shit. That is a 35 minute drive for me. Mm-hmm. But she really loves it. It challenges her. It um, uh, um, she's the tallest person there. But this is something that with her height, she feels comfortable mm-hmm. playing this sport. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so. It's like this really means something to her, so I'm willing to invest my time and money mm-hmm. into doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you just like, yeah, I was just bored, and yeah. I went, hey, look, man, you fed, you you need to still sell eliminate or some yeah. shit and fund that shit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I could be using this money yeah, for something else. Yeah. So, but think about a 45 year old man telling his 45 year old wife he could go back and be a rapper. Or some, you know what I mean? I could see a motherfucker slapping the book down and saying, yeah. <laughs> "Nigga, <wait>. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sleep." Fuck you, talking shut about. your dumb yeah. ass. <laughs> you gonna rap. rap about the farmers market, nigga? Right, That's all right, you right, do. Right, right. So I think, <laughs> but nah, man. I think you know. All in all, I think you know. Regardless if you if you. <laughs> said farmer's <laughs> but i think all in all i think really you have to be supportive of the expectations you have for a person you have to you can't give these okay, expectations yeah. this is what you want you want somebody who's this that and, and you so have you to support, support those things oh, yeah. you can't just go on go in because it looks good on a resume and mm-hmm. you don't know how to support it you don't know how to invest in it. You don't know how to. That's like me saying I want a dog. I haven't done no research on a dog. Mm-hmm. I want a dog just because it looked good. Mm-hmm. But I don't know anything about. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. You have. To, that's like trying to have. You know, whatever it may be, man. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta be able to. If you want it, you know. Yeah, what it's saying? the same way of a nigga saying like, man, I want a woman with fat ass, mm-hmm. big ass titties and shit, man. Nigga. When she walk in the room, she turned everybody's head, nigga. When you walk in the room with her, nigga, you can't be no jealous, nigga. You can't be. You got nigga. You gotta keep that shit up there. So when she walk in the room and niggas is all like, damn, look at that bitch. You gotta, you gotta roll with it because <laughs> yeah. this is what you said you wanted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want a girl, man. I got she. Look what she got on, dog. She got on that, man. She fine. Look at her. She got her titties out. I want her. Mm-hmm. Then you get her, and you trying to put her in an uh, apostolic skirt. Yeah. Ain't rap. Nope. Ain't working, bro. Nope. You ain't better support. You want no hustling, no grinding. As soon as you get him, be you like trying to keep him home. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, we need to watch the new Freddy movie because. Nah, yeah, like nah. Man. Like I got. When you out last night? Yeah. Man, look. <laughs> Is the pussy gonna be here when I get back? Is is the pussy gonna be here when I get back? Okay, I'll be back. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I want that girl, man. Shoot, man. Man, look at her body, dog. She's strapped. You get her, and she eat healthy. Then you better. (laughs) You better start eating healthy healthy. too. She gonna start looking at your ass like. Man, you smell like McDonald's every time I see you. You smell like grease and, and lard. Bacon. And like, nah, I ain't yeah. sucking your dick, man. I don't want to get that yeah. cholesterol. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. So, so yeah, I, I, man. I feel you. And there's nothing wrong with having expectations, uh, but make your expectations and and look at the expectations that you have for a person and say, hey, yo, I'm willing to support that. I'm willing to support that. I'm willing to. 
build that. I'm willing to, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it may be. You know I, mean? I think so. people need to do six month check ins. If you're in, if you're in a long term relationship, at least every six months, do a check in. Where are y'all at? How are y'all feeling? What are you thinking? What do you have something new on? Have you changed? Mm-hmm. Have like, and do you think marriages should have contracts? Like, you think marriage license should be able to be? You should have to renew a marriage license? Nah, man. Because shit changes too much, man. Like. Who you who you were when you got married? Who you are right now in your marriage, and who you gonna be once y'all old and shit? Man, you know how much shit about yourselves and needs and wants is gonna change throughout that time period, and that's why it needs to be a renewal. Yeah, but y'all don't want you know, man. I don't want to have to force a motherfucker to. It done. Like, I mean, if it's if we gonna stay together, just just send it yo, send it back in. Man, like you gotta like, renew your damn driver's license. Like, you know, you know what next week is, uh, right? So shit, I might not sign I'm, that motherfucker. You keep on talking shit. Okay, go ahead. Man, that day there be dope. Though. That's a skit right there, though. For real, you for stupid. Real. But like, nah, man. I think uh, <laughs> I think a marriage license because you just said something that was very key. I think a lot of people who do get married at a young age, they end up growing to be totally different people. Mm-hmm. And then they may have to just end up going through this ugly divorce because it's like, damn, man, we got to. But if they have a process of just saying, hey, look, we're not going to renew our, our marriage license because, hey, man, it just didn't work. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just didn't work. Instead of having to go through this ugliness of divorce. Hey. I mean, it's actually a pretty good idea. <laughs> actually, a pretty. Good I mean, you know idea. what I'm saying? Like, instead of having to go through this ugliness of like, damn, and you know yeah. how much faking and fraudulent shit to be going on during that time? What you mean? Like that nigga making all of that money. Oh man, she knows about two, about what next year the motherfucker renews is coming up, man. Let me get on my shit I'm, <laughs> So that way I can laugh I can be in this shit For at least The next five years <laughs> You stupid That, that, be that a re- lot of Fake that, ass that, shit That, re- that renewal year That boy acting good <laughs> And you know This renewal year <laughs> All the homies trying to get you, nigga. You know I can't go out this year, nigga. It's renewed. New year, man. I can't. <laughs> but nah, man. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it. I think it'll work, man. I think you know. You have it's to, a good idea. You have to renew your license, man. You got to renew your license, damn near everything, man. It'll create a lot of fake shit. I think people just need to do. Do six, at least six month check ins. If you want to do three month check ins, that's cool too. But at least six months because you got at least two seasons that you go through that you can see, like, all right, where are you at? How you feeling? You know, anything new in your life that you've been even thinking about? Or, and sometimes you might find out the motherfuckers just, I mean, they ain't no shit but the same shit they've been on. So it's like, all right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> They renewed shit, man. That's a dope idea. (laughs) (laughs) Renew these licenses, baby. Shit, you got to renew all your licenses. You got to renew your driver's license, your barber's license, my CPR certified. I got to go get everything renewed. But you know how many divorces it would be. It's not a divorce. You just not renewing your license and you're done. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I mean, you probably got to go through the legal aspect of who's getting what, you know what I'm saying? But divorce, I mean, no, I, think I don't it, think you should go. Uh, yeah, we'll probably. So. I mean, you got to say, like, I think 
divorce can because some people have to go through divorce and it has to be ugly i think you can probably i think it could be just like we're not going to renew it and we're just gonna see if that if that if, if we're not going to renew that means that it ain't finna be no no alimony like if, if we ain't renewing yeah it ain't nothing well, you still got ch- you still shit. you still have Opportunity to get a divorce. Yeah, so so if, if the renewals are every five, no, because some marriages don't even last. Hello, what every three years? Damn, but every you gotta two? get your license every what? Every no, it ain't every year. What your uh your, like driver's, your driver's license? license? You ain't got no, any... it ain't every year. No, your driver's for shit. Your Hello, driver's look, license lasts longer than most most marriages. Hello, let me see. I gotta get this month renewed, and I got this. I got this joint, and I got this joint in twenty. I think it's every five. Every five? I think maybe. Man, that's probably too long for some marriages, man. <clears throat> if your shit, if you ain't gonna be in your marriage for five years, you probably wouldn't gonna be in your marriage for two. Nah. So, so here's the thing. I so think every two years, that's when the n- renewal should come. Up. Every two. Every two years, or every four, because that's graduation years. You know, four, yeah, that's a season. <laughs> yeah. That's you know, four seasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every four years, Every four years. you yeah. got to go get your shit checked to see. Or oh, what if y'all ain't got to agree? Well, you got to talk to somebody, and they it's up to them to renew your shit. No, no, no. You don't leave it to nobody else. It's up to <laughs> y'all. Because my thing is, if one person don't want to sign it, and another person does, y'all. Uh, the renewal has to be completely agreeing on both parties. If one party okay. says yes, okay. the other party says no. Y'all got to go I through mean, divorce, or you got work, or you got to go gotta divorce. Work, yeah, yeah, yeah. But a- when it comes down to me and you, just saying, hey, listen, this just ain't gonna work. You can have the car, mm-hmm. you can have the house, you can have. All right, cool. Let's just not renew this shit. It's just a total agreement amongst two parties. That's that, bro. That would work like a motherfucker, bro. And you think two people don't want to be in a relationship at the same time? Man, I'm telling you, somebody right now, like, both right, of them. It just ain't. Look, we know it ain't working. Yeah, it ain't. Let's just go ahead and be friends and just get, don't sign this. You get the house. Here's an agreement on the kids. Let's just, you know, you get them every. We ain't got to go through all the divorce and all that. We just gonna not renew our license. <laughs> It's such a dope idea, but I wouldn't want that shit. Well, shit. you ain't. That's what I'm saying. You don't man, have. You could just sign hard, it. It'd be hard every four years, man. We've been together 21 years. Nah, man. bro. You just say you just gonna sign and get your shit renewed. You gonna get your you gonna get your renewal package in the uh, mail. <laughs> <laughs> get your passport, baby. <laughs> Ah man, man, I appreciate you, man. Following Alrighty, up, man. man. TC, man, we was just we rapping, y'all. We just here vibing, man. Um, and uh, sometimes how it is, man. I haven't done a two person just just me and another person podcast in a minute, bro. Mm, yeah, yeah, me, me, yeah, me, me and TC have had uh, guest or one of the homies, you know, what I'm saying, pull up, man. So this is cool. It's just like us just vibing, you know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So TC, man, uh, miss you already, G. Uh, Hey man, y'all pray for my brother again. If you praying the if you praying the right way, pray for my brother, man. He, mm-hmm. you know, uh, May fifteenth is his special day. Um, I'll be there. We kicking it in. We gonna be kicking it in Chicago, man. Open bar, so you know what I'm about to do. 
Mm. Yeah, it's going to be a good time, man. A good party. It's going to be a party. We'll send y'all some videos. You know what I mean? But anyway, man, um, King K, man, Drunken Nights, man, where can they find y'all and all that good stuff, brother? Y'all can listen to the Drunken Nights on Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Google Play, anywhere that you consume podcasts, really. Uh, if y'all want to follow us on social media, y'all can follow us on Instagram at the number three, Drunken Nights underscore, and that's Nights with a K. Y'all can follow us on Twitter at the number three, Drunken Nights. Or if y'all want to talk shit with us, Y'all want to email us Y'all can email us at DrunkenNightsPodcast At gmail.com And we also have a phone number That y'all can text us And it'll come directly To all three of us And that's 317-426-8123 Yeah, yeah If you want to find The Stakes Aside Podcast We are on all social media At Stakes Aside Pod That's on Instagram, Twitter And Facebook uh, message us there man Hit us up Send us some DMs With some Some good content Or something that you want us To talk about And or A guest that you want To have us on If you also uh, If you want to Send us uh, any messages If you want to email us Instead of If you don't have Instagram You can email us At stakesasidepod At gmail.com And if you want to Listen to all our episodes Any of our past episodes Or this episode Over and over and over You can find us on all well most platforms iHeartRadio, uh Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast, um oh SoundCloud. Yeah, I said I forgot SoundCloud earlier. But yeah, hit us up there and make sure you when you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. Um we're gonna start giving out on uh, some more T shirts and some more uh some more um uh some more of our merch to, you know, people living out leaving leaving us uh, reviews. We're going to pick out a few people, man. So not right now. I'm going to wait till TC get back. We're going to announce that. But we got some dope merch coming for June. I can't wait to see it. Wait for y'all to see that, man. We're going to try to flood the streets with that. Um, but yeah, yeah, man. Hit us up, man. Uh, we also, uh, hey, last year we didn't have the tools for teachers. We working on something extra dope. Man, this shit's going to be fire. Extra dope. <laughs> yeah. Fire, extra dope, man. So hopefully we can get it out soon and get these plans solidified. So, man, maybe somebody come in from out of town. Um yeah, we still got some. We're gonna probably try to do it. What July, August? Yeah, somewhere around that area. Yeah, hopefully we can get it out before then and give you guys some time to support it. Uh, regardless if you're coming in from out of town, remember we're doing this for the teachers. We will be collecting school supplies for. Uh, uh, hopefully, we're gonna pack another school this year to try to get the supplies too. We we supported a school, IPS school, which is an Indianapolis public school. Oh no, not last year. Corona stopped art from doing yeah. it, but the year before last. And man, y'all should have seen how many school supplies we had. Yeah, it was man. crazy. So we will be getting back with you on that, man. I'm just saying that just because I'm speaking it into existence. We're gonna. It's have- all about adults having childhood fun. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> and laughs. This shit's gonna be. Yeah, dope. it's gonna be dope, man. So anyway, we'll get back with you on that. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm speaking it into existence, and uh, I'm just trying to get y'all, get y'all, get y'all brain there with that tools yeah, for no, teachers. We need to start talking about it on our show now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna get it, man. So anyway, man, thank you guys for listening. Hey, listen, if you reached your ceiling. Um, you know, just uh, check in and you may, you know, reach, just try to check in what your passion is. Uh, maybe write some pros and cons of what's stopping you and what makes you think you hit your ceiling. And maybe you just need to set different goals. But like King K said, sometimes you just know. Yeah. You just know. Um, check your energy. Mm-hmm. Check your energy. Like I said, them seven highways to controlling your energy. It's simple. It's stuff that you've always known. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, uh, King K gave advice about uh, six months. Mm-hmm. 
check in with your significant other six months. Also, check in with your friends every six months. Yep. You know what I mean? Check in with them, man. Just check in and just be like, yo, what's up, man? How y'all been? What's up? You know, just have a good conversation. You know what I mean? And But especially with the your significant others, check in with them, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever it may be. Boyfriend, if it's bo- friends, I'll say at least every three months because you don't live with them. So yeah. shit can be happening a lot faster than you sure. don't know of. So with For your friends, sure. I'll say every three months. Yeah, yeah, man. So do that. Um, what else we talk about, man? Um, yeah, man. Um, yeah, we all we's all over the place. I know. But yeah, yeah. I'm just just trying to recant and just make sure you guys do some of those things. But hit up the drunken nights. Hit us up, man. These are brothers. Next week, you know, we'll have another episode without TC, man. But you know, it's all good, man. We got to give our respect to the time and, and energy of what people got going on in life. And he got something very important: marriage, honeymoon, then baby. <laughs> you did it right yeah, but, yeah. I put it out there TC man <laughs> Alright man Thank you guys for listening to Stakes is High Podcast Peace <laughs>